We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's quarter number four. That means a few things. That means we have Andrew P. Shea back in. It also means we need to announce our winner from our Ask Ross segment. By the way, Andy, we covered two questions. Well done. Two questions. And they both had a food part to the question. So so that's uh, uh, what, what took a, a lot of time with each question. Our winner was Matt from Appalachian. We also learned that for Ross, ice cream is his favorite dessert. All right, Andy. It's time for us to continue our position analysis. Over the last several weeks, we've been covering the defensive side of the ball. We did DBs, linebackers, defensive line. Now we're switching over to offense. We're going to start where we always start, and it's any conversation about Penn State football. It needs to start with the quarterback position and Sean Clifford. So let's start with him before we get to the exciting young players. My first question is, Andy, what does Penn State have at quarterback with Sean Clifford? He's been there forever at Penn State, and I'm still not sure what we have with him. So... When you talk about Sean, he's he's going into his fourth year as a starter, right? He's been around, it seems like he's in his eighth year of eligibility, right? And there, I, I kind of understand some fans are ready to move on, right? They just are, and I get that. Um, his 2020 season, it, it was a bit of a catastrophe for him and the and the program overall offense-wise, but Here's what here's what I think when you talk about Sean Clifford because he's going to be your starting quarterback in 2022. It's Sean Clifford. End of story. He's going to be your QB one. When I think about Sean Clifford in 2022, I, I think about 2021 a little bit. I break it down into you know sort of three parts. But the what grabs me is for the first time in his career as a starter, he's going to have some continuity with his offensive coordinator and when I when I say that I said I need I need you I need Penn State fans to think of this think of the beginning of the 2021 season with in his first run with Mike Yurcich as the offensive coordinator and Sean Clifford as a quarterback what it looked like up until halftime of the Iowa game when he got hurt when he was healthy and running running this offense I would say it is arguably in my opinion, his best stretch as the Penn State starting quarterback until he got hurt against Iowa. His completion percentage was up just a tick. His mistakes were down a little bit. He was running the ball a little bit less. And he was his play was actually covering up for the clear-cut shortcoming in the running game. And not only were they winning games, but it was the way that they were winning games. So... I'm curious on so many fronts to see in year two with Sean healthy and not trying to battle through a myriad of injuries, what the Clifford and Yersich combination looks like in year two with Sean Clifford starting healthy. 
that intrigues me on so many levels. And I think that's something that Penn State fans might forget about because Sean's been around so long. You're like, oh my gosh, Sean Clifford again. But I look at it as Sean Clifford and Mike Yersich, healthy Clifford, really good offensive coordinator in, in Mike Yersich. What does year two of that look like? And can this offense with those two working together, can it return to being a lethal, explosive, threatening offense? That is what I'm very curious about because he's the linchpin. We know that. And he's got some help around him. But what does it look like with those two together? I'm very curious to see that. That is where I start with quarterback. I have a theory that I want to throw out to you, Andy. I think Sean Clifford, if everything is going well around him, is a very good college quarterback. But God forbid anything goes wrong, there's going to be major issues. He's not able to handle that. Where I'm headed with this is he's not good when there's pressure. When you have, he's not good if you don't have a running game you have to respect. So a year ago, the first through the first five games, despite the lack of the running game and the issues at offensive line, they kind of got away with it. But once he started getting nicked up, it was just too much. It was if too much. If you've got a, a better offensive line, I believe they will have a better offensive line this year. I do believe that running back, they'll be better, even if it's just more options. Maybe Kevon Lee will be the best version of Kevon Lee, but if he's not, you have somewhere else to turn. Nick Singleton isn't a bad, <laughs> bad option. So if they're hitting on all cylinders, I think Sean Clifford, you'll get the good Sean Clifford, and he'll be really good. What do you so, think? I, I kind of disagree with you a little bit, Jimmy. I don't... I don't have, I'm not going to throw any higher expectations on the offensive line and the running game heading into 2022. I want to see it. Can't do, is there potential? Of course, yeah. But it's not an expectation for me. I think this is about, to me, this offense is about Sean and Mike Yersich and not having a great running game and possibly not having a great offensive line. What can that duo do I think we saw that in five games once he got nicked up you're a hundred percent right once he got nicked up and it went sideways on him a little bit he struggled now he was playing hurt and injured I think he was playing both um which is a, a lethal combination but it did it did not go well but when he was healthy and when he could be at his very best, it was pretty darn good for a first take as those two together. That's why I think there's so much more that Sean and Mike together can do with Sean as the focal point. If it on as as the quarterback, I just think he can do it. I really do, and I'm not going to throw any expectations on the running game and the offensive line. I'm, I'm my focus is on Yursich and Clifford together. That is the key to me. If, the, if they have a better running game, if the offensive line is better, will that help him? Immeasurably, it will help him. But I'm not going to throw that expectation out there for him to be successful. I honestly believe that Mike knows how to use Sean Clifford at his best and can cover up that for a longer stretch as long as he's healthy. And I'm excited to see them do it as a combination together, having a full offseason to work together. But 
I'm not going to go with you and say, I expect the line in the running game to be better. It could be. It absolutely could be. And that will only make it better. Well, I don't think they'll, um, earlier you said about the offensive line, you don't think they'll be great. I'm not looking for great. Right. I'm looking for better than what they were a year ago. And I think we will get that. Same thing with the running backs. Let's dig a little bit deeper now. As you said, there are some people, Penn State fans, who are ready to move on, move to the next thing. Of course, Drew Aller is part of that conversation when you get such a highly regarded quarterback coming out of high school. But you also have Christian Vayu there, who's been in the system a year, has impressed, has some game experience. We saw him come in and play most of the game against Rutgers and handle himself very well. It leaves, I think, a little doubt that they're better now at backup quarterback than they were. But I'm assuming it's going to take injury to Sean Clifford for us to see somebody else at quarterback. Oh, I think I, I 100% agree with you. So my expectation, my thought is Christian Bayou is your QB2. He's your backup. There, There's... Everything that you saw, okay, it was four quarters, but beyond that, everything you saw from him in 2022 screams he's 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 ready. And and I'll be honest with you, my expectation is Christian Bayou is going to have to play in 2022 for Penn State. I I, I think it's I think it's naive to think that he won't. Clifford's still going to run the ball when you know an average of a hundred times over the course of a season. Last two years, he's been sacked 50-plus times. He's not, quote-unquote, injury-prone, right? That's not what I'm saying he is. But he gets knocked around a good bit, right? He gets knocked around, and he gets beat up a little bit. And there is so much to like about Christian Bayou as a quarterback, too, going into a season with a veteran as your starter that I just think it presents an ease for this offense that I don't think exists with a first-year talent like Drew Aller. I really honestly don't. And I think Drew Aller has to be exceptional and really do something special. Almost like you can't keep this guy off the field. He needs to be the starter in order to supplant Christian Bayou as the backup quarterback. And like I said, my expectation is Christian is going to play in 2022. It's going to happen if it doesn't, it would be a shock to me. Did Penn State make the right decision in keeping Sean Clifford over Will Levis? Ooh, uh, Jimmy, yes. In my in my my gut of gut says yes because of the way. Yes, my boy, that's a tough question, Jimmy. My initial answer is I think they did. Yes, but I also think Will Levis made uh, an outstanding decision for the type of quarterback he is with the program he went to, that that offense was built for his skill set. I don't think Penn State's offense, didn't matter who the offensive coordinator was, I don't think it's built for to be successful with Will Levis as the quarterback. I think it's built to have more success with Sean Clifford. But I also think Will Levis found the type of offense that can be successful for him. But for Penn State, I say Sean Clifford was the was is the better choice as the starting quarterback. Good question. Dang, Jimmy. In the that's... last minute we have, I'll give you another tough one. In Sean Clifford will finally be gone after the twenty two season. 
with that in mind, how do you handle Aller and Vayu? I think you're back to the Trace McSorley, Tommy Stevenson competitive when James Franklin said it was a competition. And we didn't really think it was, but it really was. Now that we've learned later, it really was. I think that's where you're at. I think it is a bold, bold, clear-cut open competition for the QB1 role between the five-star that James has coveted since he's gotten there and he finally has a quarterback and a guy you know can play the position. Who's going to go out and earn it? I, I think it's a wide-open competition. And I don't want to forget, Bo Prabula is still there. Do not. And we, I don't want to underestimate him. So, But that's going to be the three-way com- uh, competition come spring of 23. That is it for the show, Andy. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. In his book, Why Penn State, author Greg Woodman takes readers on a trip back in time to Happy Valley in the 1980s, a unique era of gridiron success and rapid expansion that gave our university its modern identity. Whether you're traveling down memory lane or discovering old states past for the first time, this compilation of rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews helps you explore the why behind We Are. Start your journey today. Order online at whypennstate.com.